Hello and welcome to the news at six. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM and hits 103.9 FM in Accra. In Kumasi, we are on Love 99.5 FM and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Jubilee and Sun City Radio's Keta, Saboba FM, Saboba, and A1 Radio, Bulgatanga, Get Radio TV, and online content on the MyJoyOnline.com interactive app for Android and iOS devices. Coming up, first Deputy Speaker Joseph Osei will sit down place impact of MP losses on parliamentary proceedings despite the booting of notable majority members in the just-ended NPP primaries. People are generally responsible, generally, if it's about the parties or government policy position, yes. But, of course, if we don't have our numbers, we will defer the decision there. Also, the Electoral Commission says no winner was declared in the Yendi contest. They were counting the first candidate ballots when some people rise into the decision. In business, government records 121.4% oversubscription of T-bills as interest rates fall for the fourth consecutive time this year. And later, the Electricity Company of Ghana to determine whether an implementation of the 15% value-added tax on electricity is, is possible. We are saying there should be a broad stakeholder conversation where, one, if it's going to be implemented, how are we going to do it to make it across board? If it's going to be fixed, it's not going to be fixed. Details of these stories are more with me, Mami Sinyamiche Thompson, where your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. And here are the election headquarters. Work in Parliament will not be affected despite significant number of majority members losing their seats. That's according to First Deputy Speaker of Parliament, Joseph Osewusu. After 28 members on the majority side lost their bid to contest in the December 2024 elections and in the just-ended parliamentary primaries of the party. This has led to fears that work in the House, including government business, will be badly influenced. But the Deputy Speaker and Member of Parliament Fobekwai disagrees. Before we hear from him, my colleague Blessed Suga takes a look at some of the members who fell in the following report. There were heavy casualties in the battle for parliamentary seats in the New Patriotic Party's constituencies. The areas up for contest had incumbent members of parliament facing stiff opposition from other aspirants. In all, 28 incumbent members of parliament lost their seats, bringing to an end their bid to return to parliament next year. Sarah Ajwa Safu is included in that list of incumbent MPs who lost their seats. Basically, I'm excited. The Mikwabenya people have decided. Local people, the constituents themselves, are fed up with the Honourable Member of Parliament, and that is what has been translated in this, in this vote. Going forward, I think what we have to do as a party is to unite all of all of them, the three candidates and their followers, and we'll make sure we break the eight. For now, Aaron Michael Kwe Jr. has the arduous task of securing the next electoral victory for the new patriotic party. Ashanti region, the stronghold of the party, also witnessed a shake-up. Eugene Entry, outspoken member of parliament for Subin, who called for the removal of Kendall Ferreira as finance minister, is heading home way earlier than he would have imagined. Tina Na Ayeli Mensa, deputy health minister. 
Bright Riku Probe, Kifti Chum Ampofo, Deputy Minister for Education, Frida Prempe, Minister for Sanitation and Water Resources, and Lariba Abudu. Well, that was a report by my colleague, Blessed Suga. But first, Deputy Speaker Jose Wusu disagrees that the huge losses will affect work in the House. Generally, once we give the date and we sufficiently remind people, they come to help. It is the day-to-day business that we have challenges. When unexpected challenges thrown, people are generally responsible. Generally, if it's about the parties or government policy position, yes. However, but of course, if... We don't have our numbers. We will defer the decision day. Well, in the Yeni contest, the Electoral Commission says no winner was declared due to disruptions during the counting process. Already, the two candidates, Farouk Mahama and Abiba Tashani, have both declared themselves winners after the contest. But Director of Electoral Services, Dr. Srebo Kweku, told my colleague MFA Pau on the probe last night that there was no winner. According to our officers, they had finished sorting out they have stacked them according to their candidates. So they were counting the first candidate ballots when some people rise into the seat and they started destroying the ballot papers. So is it the case that there was no declaration at the end of the day when it comes to the Yendi votes? Yes, but the, the, the feedback from the region is that we were not able to declare the results there. But they do not know who actually won. So the counting process did not conclude for us to know who actually won for declaration to be done. Well, Mr. Shrebo rates the NPP on high on the organization of the contest. Do you have cause for concern when it comes to your supervision of the other constituencies? I think all, all the other places were smoothly run. We had all the support from the, the party and the state uh, delegates and the security services. So we didn't have any difficulty in the third results of the others. So on a scale of 0 to 10, um, or 1 to 10, how would you say, in terms of your supervision and the conduct by the NPP itself, how would you rate yesterday's um, elections, you'd say? I think that we, we are successful by more than 99%. Well, away from politics, the Chieftaincy Minister Stephen Asamoah-Wating is set to engage key stakeholders, including the Balkonaba, the Asantehene, and other community leaders in an effort to seek a sustainable resolution to the Balkan conflict. The renewed clashes in the area have tragically claimed 13 lives, prompting urgent intervention. The minister is hastening efforts with these chiefs to ensure that terrorists don't take advantage of the situation. Uh, they, they, most of the criminal activities have moved away from Poco, Poco Center. It gone to the outskirts, Binduri. We, but we're, we're trying to, you see, we can't, we, we, are, we don't want to be overstretched in Boko alone. We have the whole northern border with uh, Burkina Faso. It's a worry to all of us. Mm. We are not careful. Uh, they can spring anywhere, anytime. Otunfor is handling the underlying chieftaincy matter. My hope and my prayer is that they listen to Otunfor. I will see him as soon as he comes back. And I will be talking to Bokuna about we'll be talking to Nayiri and see where the common ground is and we can arrive at that. Stephen Asamoabwate is the Minister of Chieftaincy and Religious Affairs. Now, the Electricity Company of Ghana has indicated it will conclude a stakeholder consultation on government's intended tax on electricity in three weeks. The Finance Minister has in a letter asked the ECG to implement a value-added tax on consumers beyond the lifeline threshold starting January 1st, 2024. The ECG has since questioned the motive behind the framing of the said law. Speaking on news file on Saturday, 
managing director of ECG Samuel Dubik Mahama says his outfit has begun a stakeholder consultation on the matter and that should end in three weeks. Members of this law to find out exactly what the thinking was. So we, we, we are saying there should be a broad stakeholder conversation where one, if it's going to be implemented, how are we going to do it to make it across board? If it's going to be fixed, it's not going to be fixed. How soon do you expect that you finish your work on this? Um, we are going to have some conversations in the next two to three weeks. But uh, however it goes, definitely will. But clearly, if we are going to implement, there will be an announcement. Away from the three West African junta-led states, Niger, Mali and Burkina Faso, say they are leaving the economic community of West African states, ECOWAS. The decision by the three countries announced in a joint statement was read out on a Niger national television. This morning, the following report. Since the coups and despite the sanctions, negotiations and threat of military intervention, the military leaders have failed to provide a clear timetable to return the country to constitutional rule. Instead, they have hardened their rhetoric against ECOWAS and accused it of being influenced by external powers. The three countries have also cut military and cooperation ties with former colonial master France and turned to Russia for security support. The three military leaders in Mali, Niger and Burkina Faso have argued that they want to restore security before organizing elections as the three Sahel nations struggle to continue. But the West African Network for Peacebuilding is asking ECOWAS to disregard the announcement by the three countries. Chukwe Mecca Eze is the executive director of WANEP. ECOWAS should disregard that uh, on the basis of the fact that the foundation itself is false, which is a decision that is made by a junta. Well, there's a statement from the ECOWAS on the matter. My colleague Simon Bora has details. What does it say? But I mean, the ECOWAS Commission says it is aware of statements on the national televisions of Mali and Nigeria about Burkina Faso, Mali and Nigeria's decision to withdraw from ECOWAS. However, no formal notification has been received. The commission indicates that following the authority of heads of state and government directive, it is actively engaging in restoring constitutional order in these countries. Despite the announcement, ECOWAS is emphasizing that there will be continued importance um, of uh, Burkina Faso, Mali and Nigeria within the community and express commitment to finding a negotiated solution to the political situation and assures it will provide further updates as the situation devolves. Thank you very much, Samuel Imbura. And on our note, we end the bulletin in our top story. First, Deputy Speaker Joseph Osei-Wusu downplays impact of MP losses on parliamentary proceedings despite the booting of notable majority members in their just-ended primaries. I'm Amisi Nyamite Thompson. Business is next on the Super Morning Show.